to childish behavior. These fantastic misadventures of two family pastors. <laughs> you ready? We've been working with these kids for a long, long time. We may or may not have lost our mind. We like to talk from time to time, make you laugh a little bit and expand your mind. Keep on keeping on, take a deep breath. Now come on, let's shine. Let's come together, we can run this race. Fight and talk about the battles we face. Show the love of God to the very end. Always remember, stay childish, my friend. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Childish Behavior with Rick and Aaron. And today in the Internet Studios, we have the fabulous Esther Moreno. What's up, Esther? Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. I knew when I saw the name Childish Behavior that I was going to be in the right place. <laughs> I'll tell you, we are two children's pastors. We have backgrounds in psychology and so when we were playing around with what we wanted to call our name, it was also during the time at Megacon when they were doing the childlike shirts from Sunday Cool. We wanted to be something that was just kind of funny. You got to kind of be a big kid to be in this arena working with children. We're just big kids. I wanted one of those shirts so bad. And by the time I got there, they were all out. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey. That's because Rick got like 12 of them. I, know. I got two. Rick took all I got the two because my wife always steals my shirts. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to sleep in them. She is so tiny and she's like, no offense, but you got big shirts and they're real comfortable and I can just lay in them. And I'm like, man, that is kind of offensive. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you would tell us what you do and, 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 who you are and some of the significant things that you've been doing lately because we've seen you everywhere lately, it seems like. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm always humbled whenever I have to talk about me because I just feel like I'm God's servant. So, you know, when Amen. people ask me, they say, hey, Esther, you know, uh, I met a woman, I actually did a vision board uh, workshop. I, I, I didn't lead it, but I, you know, went to it and with a few friends from our church, and this woman, she was just so impressed by me and my vision board that I had created. She went to another table to get her friends. And they came to the table and she tapped on me. Um, women who were much older than me tapped on me. And she said, hey, tell them what you do. And I was just like, um, I work with children. <laughs> <laughs> I just had nothing to say. Because like, I just feel like God is just so amazing. and. Yeah, it's just, it's just all of him. But I am the founder of Child's Heart Ministries. Uh, and a little history really quick about that name. That kind of uh, was birthed in the last church that I had an amazing opportunity to be a children's pastor for in the Chicagoland area before oh, we moved cool. to Alabama. And, you know, we, we had our staff meeting and uh, we always share, you know, what happened and what's been going on with our ministries. Well, the senior pastor shared, you know, he said, hey, we had a session meeting last night. It was a great turnout. He said, but someone gave Esther Moreno one of the greatest, you know, compliments. And uh, he said that they said, you know, she just really connects with the kids. And she literally has the heart of a child. And I know some grownups would be like, what? 
I'm a grown up, you know. But it was the biggest compliment to me because I was just like, oh man, to enter the kingdom of God, you must be like this child. I, it just touched me so much. So that is where a child's heart was birthed. Uh, we just we just do so much. I host live webinars once a month, um, really, where we just get children's ministry leaders across the country who are just excited and just want to learn more how to effectively reach children and engage children for Christ. We all come together. We don't all have the answers, but we come together and we grow together. And I have different guests once a month. And it's just a really exciting time. Uh, of course, I speak on a variety of platforms. God has just opened up so many amazing doors. I'm the co-host of Effective Living with Ricardo Miller on Fishbowl Radio Network, which is a That's radio awesome. show created uh, to really help people live a life that they don't need to take a vacation from. And I think that is so important. And well, family. If you ever need any party crashers, just let us know. <laughs> of course. No, but I, I just think it's so important that we live our lives effectively as ministers who are pouring yes. out into the next generation. We have to make sure that our stuff is right and that we're living effectively. So we just love doing that. Of course, the entire show is founded on the principles of God's word. And I have just released my second book, which is super excited on children's ministry, which is called children's ministry, wake up call. Super, yes. super excited all about preparing ourselves to reach not just today, but tomorrow's generation. Because I'm a firm believer that we need to know not only how to reach today's kids, but we need to know what's coming. What's coming down the line? How can I reach the kids of 2030 and 2040? So I really kind of focus on that a little bit more in this book. Uh, so, yeah, that is about me. Man, could you tell our audience where we can, like, access all these things? Oh, my goodness, of course. So you can follow me at Child's Heart 83. Can you guess the year I was born? <laughs> <laughs> and on Instagram, it is Heart of a Child. I said, how can I stay consistent? <laughs> so I'm wacky and I'm weird, but you can definitely find me. Hey, find me on Facebook, though, y'all. <laughs> this is us all the way around. People, hey, funniest thing is, so... We, me and Ray, of course, we're in we're in different places. We record from our offices, and people always make fun of like some of the people in the church will come into my office, and I've got toys everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> my office. And they're like, "Are you sure that's clean?" I was like, "My office is clean. There's nothing on the like the floors is clean. <laughs> just, it's just, just because there's stuff. <laughs> just because there's stuff decorating my office doesn't mean it's dirty. Just because it's not sophisticated doesn't mean it's dirty." <laughs> I love not being sophisticated. That is my favorite trait about myself. <laughs> it's like, that's just, that's, I mean, do y'all realize who I'm trying to teach here? <laughs> <laughs> so we got Facebook, Instagram, anything like that. They follow you there. They'll be able to connect to all those other things. Yeah. I'm, sure I'm connected with you on social media and I see when you're posting stuff and see that you're plugging all that stuff on there. So follow her on social media. You'll see all these awesome things. Find her book. Yes, it is on, on Amazon as well. Um, I have a website and I'm always posting about it and I always attach the link, but it's also available on those for those Amazon lovers. Uh, you can get it on there. And soon, in a couple weeks, it is actually coming out on Audible. One of my favorite things to do is to listen to books. People always ask, what's your secret? Yes. How do you get through so many books? Well, I have Amazon Audible and I like to listen to a lot of books. So I want to make sure that this book project went on Audible. So that would be now, going on. Now, did weeks. you read your whole book for them? 
Um, you, you know, uh, after I was actually done with the writing process, I never wanted to look at the book again. Yes. <laughs> what? I was just like, I can't. I, can't. I don't want to look. I don't want to see the book. I poured so much into it. I know and, exactly how you feel. Yes. So I got a very eloquent, uh, I don't know if she's from England, but she's a, a very good reader. And she will be reading and representing Esther Moreno for this book project. Well, dude, <laughs> if, we ever, if we ever write a book and there's an option for who's going to voice it, I think we're going to voice it because it would be much more entertaining that way. I, for us. I'll tell you what, man. If I could get James Earl Jones to uh, okay, me that may too. Me. Yeah, that man. If I could Either get that him his dulcet tones saying my wacky stuff, my life would just be done. I'd be like, I'm done. when I, I can go to heaven now. <laughs> I love it. We speaking of James Earl Jones, we're reviewing The Lion King, and we were excited that he was in both of the Lion King movies. We're like, yes! It's Wasn't like, that crazy? You know, I have to be honest with you. I am the Lion King cartoon fan. Yeah, me too. I loved it. I know. I was like, come on, guys. Brand. Leave the Lion King alone. We won't spoil how we fell on that, but uh, <laughs> I am, I'm a big fan of the cartoon. It's a classic. You can't mess with it. <laughs> so Esther, looking back over your beginnings, your origin story, who were some of your biggest influencers in your faith and in your ministry? You guys, it is so many people. I mean, it it truly does take a village. I mean, as soon as you said that, I mean, the first person I thought of was my grandmother, you know, uh, before she passed away. I mean, she was a praying woman and um, she she prayed, you know, for her granddaughter. She faithfully prayed for me. I would say the things that I'm experiencing now, someone, you know, must have been praying for me, you know, that God would do something amazing. Uh, she prayed for me. I am a PK. So uh, my dad is actually a retired pastor now. So we grew up in the church and just watching him and his leadership and how he led the congregation. And really the thing that impressed me the most about my dad was how he handled conflict resolution. Like he never blew up, you know, he, he always handled himself with so much grace and I think that that really uh, struck a chord with me as I, you know, grew up when it came to me and, and being in ministry. Literally, people could criticize me. And I, you know, I have been, you guys know that there is an ugly side of ministry. And mm. I have broken up fights, you know, in ministry. <laughs> I mean, it has gotten real in these streets. <laughs> and to see my dad and how he handled it and how he just kind of let it roll off and how he continued to love those same people, you know, same people who would potentially have thrown daggers at him the week before, mm-hmm. just love on them that following week was so encouraging mm-hmm. to me. And I really, uh, I'm just grateful that I really feel like he passed on that strength trait when it comes to dealing with, you know, different, you know, in ministry, the most frustrating thing in ministry to me is the people and it's a lot of them. And you have yeah, to deal. And, and, that's, and that's exactly what ministry's for. Yeah. I know, I know. Oh, my goodness. This is like, I mean, and they have so many different personalities. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. This is so much. But seeing him, he was just such a, a huge person for me. And I have to say, my family is amazing. I mean, my husband, I fell in love with him. We went to Ohio State University. I'm, I'm sorry. The Ohio State University. <laughs> <laughs> People 
forget me when I don't say V, but you know, we I met him there and he was very much involved okay. in we didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he was very much involved in uh the campus crusade for Christ. Cool. And uh, I met him through that and he was on leadership in a ministry that was birthed from that, uh called the Impact Movement. And uh, just amazing people were saved through the impact movement. Lecrae, I mean, just, just these amazing people. And he was in leadership there. And I just fell in love just for his heart, you know, for God. And I guess the rest is history. And he was, I always say that he is my favorite pastor. My husband is my favorite pastor. Uh, of course, he is in, he's an attorney and he has completely crossed over to the corporate side now. But I always say he is an undercover uh, minister, you yeah. know, who is just, he, you know, he's pretending he's an attorney, you know, he's a big wig, but he's just so in love with the Lord. And as of late children's ministry, I will say, you know, I used to volunteer for conferences, you know, um, because you could go for like free and stuff and I didn't want to pay for them. <laughs> yeah. So I said, Hey, you volunteer. That sounds so familiar. <laughs> I said, you can kind of get this huge rate off. I'm just going to volunteer. And I would just, I would pray and just trust God that whatever I had to help out with, like that would be the word, you know, the workshop that mm -hmm. he really wanted to get into me and just had an amazing experience doing that. Well, one, one year I was working and this is how I met my friend, Ricardo Miller. We do so many things together. Um, and he was the founder of Ricardo Miller Children's Ministries. But the one thing that I one conference I remember this was the group publishing. They used to have these major like Kidman conferences, and I would go every year. And one year, Christine Yon Jones, she had us all come into a room together. She had the the volunteers and come together. And I don't know, I think I got lost and ended up at the table with the big wigs. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and that's how I meet my friend uh, Ricardo, who's actually become over the past. Um, six, seven years, the a best friend uh, to me and my husband. But uh, I met him there and he actually does a lot of children's ministry in the Bahamas. He's from the Bahamas. And there they actually have a National Children's Ministry Day, October the 11th. We get That's to cool. go to the Bahamas. You take over the Bahamas. You go into all the schools. You share the love of Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the most Rick, amazing what have we been, day. What have we been doing this whole time? There's children ministry in the Bahamas. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, it is beach I, I feel like sand. We have missed something. <laughs> it, like, what, it, what? Is, it was so profound. So um a couple of years ago, we went, you know, he would tell us to come, you gotta come, you gotta come. And we didn't go. So we decided to go a couple of years ago. I kid you not, we sat down with the prime minister and we we were we served as the US ambassadors and he just sat there and he's you know, he's sharing his testimony about how children's ministry changed his life and how it holds a special part. If it was not for the people who cared about the children in his church, he wouldn't be the prime minister uh, today. I mean, it was just so, so profound awesome. and just his love for Christ. So, um, Ricardo We're the reason definitely. they have security yards, so we feel a very different feeling when we go to these events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you are appreciated around the world. <laughs> yeah, those mean people. It's cool to have that legacy of faith. Me and Aaron talk about this a lot, about like the legacy that we're giving our kids. And it's awesome to hear that you're a PK because we have kids that are growing in our house and we sometimes get really scared because in places where we minister, mm -hmm. there's been a lot of hurt with PKs. And, and mm -hmm. a in a lot of our 
you know, so when we talked to Yancey and she was talking about her father and, and all this stuff, we, we just, it, it's one of those things where we don't want to mess up our kids. And we know mm-hmm. sometimes just like we talked about the, the mama bear, the daddy bear comes out sometimes. They see us every moment of every day. You know, we're ministering to them just as much as we're ministering to the kids that we see three or four times. They actually don't see me every moment every day because (laughs) I found out at Walmart I can buy an invisibility cloak. So, (laughs) look, been there, done that, bought that, paid the taxes. (laughs) Yeah. Now let's pause for a childish behavior commercial break. You, my dear friends, can get lead volunteers today. That's leadvolunteers.com, or you can go to the Childish Behavior Ministries site, go to the bottom of the page, click the Lead Volunteers link. It's going to be epic, and you too can learn how to better lead volunteers. Now, let's pause for Childish Behavior commercial break. What is this? What? What do you want? You meant to read what? What? What is this? This, this is an ad? Don't we have enough ads already? Uh, whatever. I'll read it, but I'm going to hate it already. I'm just going to tell you that I'm going to hate it. Um, wait, what does this say? Is this, are you serious? We have a merch site now? Like, like we can get shirts and like a hoodie or a hat. Uh, what, what about, what about like a, a button? I get a button too. It's pretty epic. I like buttons. So you want me to plug our merch site and tell tell everybody here that we if they go over to childishbehaviorministries.com, which is our which is our new website we just opened up, and they click the button on the front page that says childish behavior merch, they, they're gonna take them to our merch website and they can get them some childish behavior merch. That's what you want me to tell them. That's it. Nothing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna tell this. Are we making anything off of this? Or is this like everything else we do, where we are literally just, we're basically just breaking even. We're breaking even again. So why are we doing it? Oh, okay, okay. So people can promote childish behavior, and so so that we can we can ex- we can spread our focus and reach reach new people and and let them know about childish behavior podcast so that they too can enjoy this content and they can be uplifted through the crazy antics that is childish behavior you know what i'll do it i don't hate it completely and i'm sorry so as i already said you've already heard go to childishbehaviorministries.com click the button get your childish behavior swag on this has been aaron lakes The following announcement has been brought to you by Dad Shoes. Have you ever said to yourself, man, how in the world can I look like a middle-aged dad? Well, if so, you are in total luck. Our patented Dad Shoes will make you the definite talk of everybody's conversation. If this interests you, this commercial, just call us at area code 256 538 But if you call them and they say this is blah, 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 pizza place, they're just kidding. Just say the super secret word, dad shoes, and the the rest become history. Dad shoes.
Today's episode is brought to you by the Praise Taser. Do you find yourself having worship every Sunday or Wednesday night, and there's a few students and maybe even a few leaders leaning against the wall, talking to their neighbor, laying flat on their back like they're taking a nap, or playing Angry Birds on their phone? Is that even popular anymore? Well, we're going to solve your problem. You want to give people a healthy nudge in the right direction. What we do is we use a non-lethal electrical pulse to turn their frown upside down and to let them know it's not time to talk right now. If you call now in the next 60 seconds, we will send you a free senior pastor praise taser collar for when your pastor exceeds a reasonable time limit. Call now. Operators are standing by. The number is 1-800-1-800-1-800-555. Hashtag Derp75. Again, that number was 1-800-1-800-1-800-555. Hashtag Derp75. Changing lives. One worship service at a time. Now, back to our show. I had a really awesome grandmother that 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 spoke into all of the life of our family. Just the way that she did and the the way that my mother and dad grew up and, and all those different things. Like, I, I think about, like, how that changed my whole life. So it's cool. Like, the people that we have in our life and the things that we do and those little children that are in our homes and... I, I just, you know, as a minister, that that warms my heart to hear success stories, because most time you hear of just the sad stories of kids walking away from the church when they. Grow I up always say, church. I always say those stories they just sell better on TV, and that's mm-hmm. the reason they're there. Yeah, because they're oh, yeah. most of the stories are not that way, but that's what sells. Oh, better, I know, so I know, but it just takes ridiculous. one bad one bad seed to make the dozen look bad, you know. It does. You know, I have a sister and it's so funny, you know, most of us, we ended up in ministry. My brother is a church planter in the Chicagoland area. Of course, my dad is a retired pastor now. My sister, um, I mean, they call her first lady. I don't use that term, but, um, <laughs> you know, her, she's married to a dynamic uh, cool. minister who's such a blessing to our family. But my other sister, um, you know, she was a little damaged, you know, uh, just from the ugliness of the church and seeing that ugly side. So it's so fun. It's so funny that we can kind of interpret things differently. And for her, she, she definitely struggled. She's that one sibling that, you know, just kind of like, I'll go to church maybe, you know, and she's always a little leery because of her experience in the church. Okay. I absolutely agree that you mean, I mean, it, it is case by case. You know what I mean? You just never know. <laughs> Thank you, grandmother for praying for me. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Did you forget my sister? <laughs> In due time, she said. In due time. In due time. Do you have any like knowledge bombs you want to drop on anybody today? 
Yes, look, yes, I do. Where's my glasses again? Let me push them up off <laughs> my nose. <laughs> if you push them up, then you have to take them off and you have to wave with them. I know, right? <laughs> I, think, I think what I would share is a simple phrase is be prepared. It is so important that we are prepared and that we're building a culture of preparedness. I don't even know if preparedness is a word, but I'm going to make it up if it's not because I think it's so important that we are prepared. We have got to stop being irresponsible and then putting it on the Holy Spirit to bail us out when it comes Mm -hmm. to reaching the next generation. You know, when I think of being prepared, I, I think of John the Baptist. And how before the Lord came, he was literally, it says he was preparing the way for the Lord. It's so important to be prepared. Jesus himself, when he left. You look at the whole Old Testament for that, too. Because, I mean, the whole thing is preparing the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jesus, I go to prepare a place for you. You know, it just, it just being prepared is so important. But so often I find um, in children's ministry, we're not prepared enough we're not prepared and, and, you know and, and there's grace i know that the stressors Sometimes of life it's hard. you know some people the one thing that's always hard is there are some people out there that are doing this as like a part-time part-time mm-hmm. thing you know and that is hard sometimes uh but I, at the very least I, i'm i'm with you i think you need to be prepared you know um and, the, and if it comes down to it read a week ahead mm-hmm. that's that's, that's Start somewhere. Oh my goodness, I just put a post like that about, about that, and I feel like one person like me. <laughs> I said, "Oh, I guess we don't want to be prepared up in here." But you know, I just think it's, we have we have we have families. You know, we have to be prepared. Special needs is a real thing. Uh, emotional, behavioral struggles are real. These children and their families are entering our ministries. Are we prepared to minister? To not just to deal with them. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about to minister to the heart of every child. I, I, I'm a firm believer. We have to prepare ourselves for that. We have to prepare ourselves for the taboo topics that nobody wants to talk about, but that our children are facing when they leave us after the midweek programming or on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. When they go out from those church doors, they are dealing with real issues. Are we prepared to address those topics are we prepared to address the kids of you know not of yesterday but of today i just think it's so important you know and i love how you mentioned the part-time thing you know i i had served before as a part-time children's pastor and i Mm -hmm. think anybody who serves as a part-time children's pastor it basically just means you're getting paid for part-time hours (laughs) but it's really a full-time job so, you know, for me, ministry has always been a full-time job of just pouring myself out, you know, more and more. So I just think it's so important that we we have to create a culture where we prepare people, where we train people too often in children's ministry when we're the leader. And I would find myself in that part-time position. You know, I didn't want to put too much on my people. So I wasn't yeah. as good as, as dating when I first started children's ministry. Oh, no, I don't want to put too much on them. So I would do so much on the back end that my people should have been doing that I didn't have time to do the actual yeah. leadership part. I'm cutting out hearts for the preschool class. <laughs> that, when, that somebody else could be doing. Exactly. When instead <laughs> there's of probably, There's probably some kid that, that wanted to do something that you could be encouraging. So pass it on to them. Oh, my goodness. Hey, man, you can do this. Do it. 
there is someone assigned to build into the future. Yeah, you're building into the future. You do that kind of stuff. You know, people look at me like I'm crazy sometimes. I'll be like, "Come here, kid. Let's let's do this." It's like (laughs) exactly. (laughs) But they're a kid. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) "No, they're an opportunity. That's what this is." But listen, (laughs) no. But listen, that trains them up for the young. When we bring in the young people, Mm -hmm. that trains Mm -hmm. them to be leaders. But so often we don't want to delegate and put that on the people that we actually, we're actually limiting ourselves from actually doing the job that we were hired for. We were hired to lead, to develop, to, you know, to build a team, but we can't do that. You know, when we're doing all that other stuff. So just, I mean, my my biggest wisdom is, is to, is to prepare your people Mm -hmm. and just the significance of training. Oh my goodness. Training, your people do not assume that just because someone signed up to help in the preschool class that they know how to deal with the preschoolers. (laughs) Never assume anything. We were talking about it the other day about uh, uh, using words and stuff. Uh, Sometimes we'll use words that are too big. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's like, well, but but in certain audiences, it should be fine. It's like, well, you don't know. Mm You don't know until you know, so why not just be cautious and speak directly into people just in case? Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't try to talk over people just because you can. Oh my goodness! I, t- I tell my thing. husband this all the time. He uses so many big words when we argue. It is terrible. I'm like, I don't know what you said right now. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what you just called me, but <laughs> I'm like, do you have a dictionary in your hand right now? I don't. What are you saying? <laughs> we have got to train. Our people, it's a, we can be prepared. We can mm-hmm. do it. We can be prepared. Our God goes before us. We He He will strengthen us. If we meet him a, a certain portion of the way, he will go above and beyond. But we have to right. be, but we're not going to be able to reach the next generation. If we, if we come, the, the day of winging it is over. I'm a firm believer of yes. that. This generation is not playing. They got access. They don't need us no more. They got access to, to information at their fingertips. What reason do they have to listen to us, especially when we're winging it? Let me tell you, children know when you're winging it. We think they yes, don't know. They do. Oh, they know. Oh, they, they know. know. And it causes us to lose the power in our message. Yes. So just, yeah, yes. be, be prepared all around. That is my, is that enough wisdom? <laughs> that, that, that is, I feel wiser. So who's that? <laughs> <laughs> that has been a boatload now, of knowledge now, with Esther. Now on record, now on, now on record. record, we weren't that smart beforehand. So you could have really told us anything. You could have told us. You could have like read the back of a glue bottle, and we'd probably been smart. So, we tell yeah. people to talk slow. <laughs> um, now I want to do uh, the one thing we always do: the childish question of the day. Of the day. Are you ready? I am ready. You might have to sit Ooh. down and put your glasses on. I'm kidding. You may have, <laughs> Look, I'm you already actually, sitting down and my glasses are on. There you go. <laughs> you actually <laughs> might want to stand up and take the glasses back off. And you <laughs> might even put some like protective eyewear that's more protective than glasses. Yes. Yes. So here it goes. If you were stranded on a desert island and there is one specific piece of clothing you get shipped to you, what clothing would it be? This is so easy. It would be my Jordans. What? It would be, I am a, I am a sneaker head to 
my core. It is a problem. We will go get counseling later. <laughs> hey, you got two counselors right here. <laughs> right here. Just and we're already sitting everything. on couches. Oh, my goodness. My husband, he literally had to talk with whatever. me. The kids love my shoes. They love my shoes. And he says, and he says all the time, he's like, Esther, you got to stop buying these shoes. And I'm like, but it's for the children. <laughs> Hey, you can't yeah, fight with that. I'm the same way. I'm right? a Jordan person it's for too. For the so. children, it's, it's for I need these Lebrons because it's for the children. Can you see how they sparkle in the light? <laughs> That's so awesome. I'm a, uh, I am I kind of figured you would say that, but I wanted to see. I will always. We we talked back and forth before about Jordans on on social media. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So I kind of I was wondering I just wanted I was testing the water there I was wondering what, what where'd you go with it? Oh, all my sneakers! I think your sneakers are such an important staple of every outfit. I could be super impressed with your outfit, but if I get all the way down to the shoes and your shoe game is a little weak, it causes me to question your character. Yeah, she's yeah. she's wearing animal skins, but she's got Jordans, right? <laughs> got like, animal you know, skins. they're raggedy. Least, but she's got the Jordan. Rocking them Jordan. <laughs> now, here's she's the wearing question. a million dollar outfit, but I'm questioning her character because her shoe her shoe game is a here's little the lower. Real question: Which pair? Oh my goodness! You can only get you one, get pair, one for pair for the rest of your life. Which pair is coming? Oh my goodness! Okay, this is so hard because I love all my shoes. You know, my you husband told one. my husband told me to stop buying shoes. I said, "You you got it." We are going to go on a financial plan. And in my head, I'm thinking, let me, how can I catch this new pair of shoes that's going to be delivered at the door before he realizes? <laughs> What's that at the back door? Yeah. <laughs> you run to the front. Air Max is hiding in the, um, but you know, I have to say for just one pair. Okay. I love my cloth shoes because they're so comfortable. So I would probably say the Nike Air Max fly knits because they're super mm. comfortable. They are amazingly comfortable and then they never look bad they always look good right. for me right now it'd be my mars that i got Ooh. recently the black at the the pink like the real light pink uh almost looks like one of those little uh notes where you where a person rips the white part off the it looks like that color and it's got the blue in it and it's got the little the wherever the air stuff they put in it in the back um i don't know what what they call it Oh my goodness! Hey, hey, are, let me tell you about my let me tell you about my Jordans right and my um, Lebron. I just got these Lebrons. It was so funny. They were so beautiful. The only size they had left in the style that I wanted was a half size too small. So what do you think? <laughs> so I you wore them anyway. I just got to cut right. a toe off. <laughs> <laughs> I can fit in okay, there. Wait. Cut this toe with my knuckle. Just stretch out. <laughs> that was walk. the most painful, fulfilling moment. <laughs> Of my Sorry. life when I taught those kids in them tiny shoes. <laughs> They're like, Miss Esther, why'd you cut that little uh, that little hole out of your shoes? It's like, so my toe can come out. I know. I'm like, I'm bleeding, but I don't. You can make sandals. You can make you're like, Jordan uh, sandals. You like wrap your feet and like <laughs> right before you go in. I'm gonna wrap these things up. Get these feet nice and tight. And I'm gonna wear these shoes. And look, just and cut, then you, just then cut you the walk off, like man. a robot because you don't want anybody. You don't want a crease in them. You don't want the kids to step on them. You're like, hey, hey, okay, worship over there, y'all. Okay. <laughs> like you take your shoes off, set them on the, set them next to you while you preach. <laughs> Dude, I want to do that like right Mr. Now. Rogers, man, where I walk in and I take my cardigan off and I take my shoes off. <laughs> Put my Jordans on. Oh my goodness. Like it's I time to wash it now. <laughs>
Thank you, Miss Esther. I appreciate it. I love you guys. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Out of the cannon. Bada bing, bada boom, childish behavior still in your room. And welcome to another edition of Out of the Cannon with your host, Matt Cannon. That's me. Let's get right into it. Most of you know who Dude Perfect is. If you don't, look him up, Google him, get on YouTube, check him out. Phenomenal, funny, amazing, talented guys. I found something that's a couple years old. Some of you may have heard of this before. Some of you may not have. But I found the ultimate top 10 to-do list. If you're bored, if you want to have fun, if you want to do this with your kids, if you just want to belly laugh, here you go. The to-do list that you can do to mark off in the year 2020. Here it goes. Number one is to make vanilla pudding. Put it in a mayo jar. Eat it in public record people's reactions. Number two, hire two private investigators. Get them to follow each other around. Number three, wear a shirt that says life, L-I-F-E, and hand out lemons on the street corner. Number four, get into a crowded elevator and say, I bet you all are wondering why I've gathered you here today. Number five, major in philosophy. Ask people why they would like fries with that. Number six, run into a store. Ask what year it is. When someone answers, yell, it worked, and run out cheering. Number seven, become a doctor. Once you become a doctor, change your last name to Acula, A-C-U-L-A. Number eight, Change your name to Simon and speak in third person. Number nine, buy yourself a parrot at the pet store. Teach the parrot to say, help, I've been turned into a parrot. And number 10, follow joggers around at your local track. Or if you see anybody running, just follow them around in your car and blast the song, Eye of the Tiger, for encouragement. Do some of these things this year, if not do all of them. I guarantee you it will put a smile on your face. This has been another edition of Out of the Cannon with your host, Matt Cannon. That's me. Remember, guys, it's easy to laugh. It makes things a lot better. I'm out. Hey, this is Josh Denhart with today's Leadership Tip of the Day. I worked at a super successful high school. I was a high school chemistry teacher, but this school, you see it dominated at nearly every single sport. The Valley High School football team won four state championships in a row. How did they do this? Well, one of the ways they did this was that they used a phrase, we play the freshman. Now Valley High School could be quickly ahead 21 to 0 in the first quarter. At this point, a decision needed to be made. Do we want to be the best or do we want to be the builders of the future best? 
so the first team could have stayed in the game and easily racked up another 50 points before the half. They could have done that. But the wiser move was to slowly integrate less experienced players alongside very experienced players. Quote, we play the freshmen is a ministry concept in need of full adoption. Now, how did Valley High School have a great team this year? Well, three years ago, uh, when they were ahead by 24 points, the coaches made a future-facing decision and played the freshmen. These freshmen were now seasoned seniors and dominating the field. Now in ministry, we need to see the goal as the development of the future, not just dominating right now. Listen, put in your freshmen, put them into the game. Let the play go a little rough today for the greater kingdom good down the road. Your best move is to not play your best players all the time. Your best move is to build tomorrow's players right now. Hey, listen, Lead Volunteers is a proven system that will help you multiply yourself and your leaders in ministry. Check it out, leadvolunteers.com. Check us out on Facebook at Childish Behavior Podcast. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out at www.childishbehaviorministry.com. We have a merch page and all the proceeds of what we make off of that goes back into this ministry. Just know that uh, we do it because we want to be able to do more of this. Hey, why I got you guys. I just want you to remember that caring is sharing. Share our podcast with your friends, your neighbors, your dogs, cats, whatever. We don't care. Share this podcast and get the world out about childish behavior. If you could, uh, please go on your app of choice whatever you use, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, whatever. And if you could like, uh, subscribe, give us five stars if you feel generous and um, leave a review, you will be put in the running each week that we podcast. We will go to that list. We'll put the names in uh, a hat or put you on one of our magical spinning wheels and we'll choose you that way. Uh, so the chances right now for you to win are amazing. So please, 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 if you can help us with that. It helps us get into more ear holes and for more people to hear about us. Have a great day and thank you in advance. Oh my goodness. Hey, you have been listening to Childish Behavior with Rick and Aaron. This is Esther Moreno. And remember, remember, stay childish. Word. 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 So. (laughs) (laughs) Stay childish, my friend. Ooh, yeah. Hey, 
Hey, there's one. I told him just log on whenever he's ready. Okay, cool. Sorry about that, man. Um, because I'm always constantly working on the podcast, I'm always locked into the other thing I forget. Please don't do that during that. I'm just hey, doing it to bug you. I know. Like, I just really want to maybe sit in another chair that doesn't make noises. Because, like, last week's with Tom Bump was great. There was hardly any noises. It was great. Oh, come on, man. I don't, that's really, like, nails on a chalkboard for me. Last week, I sat in this chair, and you didn't even notice, and I walked around the room. You didn't even notice. Well, I did a little, like, sometimes there's a little fuzz, but I can get that out. It's okay. So bump, bump you, bump you, man. I can't for some reason. I'm having trouble. You're still on. I need to do something. I got to send my notes to myself to print out because it's, if you get off, huh? it's gonna. No, you get I'm, off, I'm it's on. Bump me. I'm on. I just, I just put you over on another window. I can do that. Can you though? I don't know. That's up for discussion. Dang it. Can you send oh man, I don't know how to do this. Me it's neither. Being, it's being weird. I, I my questions, I can't get my quit. all right. Can you copy and paste the questions to Facebook in my the ones that I sent you just a minute ago? Because it's you hard for your, me. Huh? You don't have your you don't have your laptop up? For some reason it's not connected. That's weird. Oh, that might be the reason. It's, is it because it's uh, lame? Yeah, lamer than FDR's legs. <laughs> is that too soon? Is that too soon? Ouch. What? What? That was off of a movie. I can't remember what it was. Too soon? Too soon? Ouch. I don't know if that's okay. <laughs> it's not. But. I think you should repent for that. I, well, I repent every second of the day. <laughs> I live in a constant repentance. They no, say if y'all are, what? If y'all are here, like I don't know what day y'all are going back after during spring break. Well, we'd have to get home in enough time for for I was going to say Halloween for Easter. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what day, but if y'all are here, if y'all stay and leave Saturday, yeah, then y'all. We'll be here during our egg hunt. Uh, oh, is Denhart doing something? And yeah, Denhart's the one doing the show for it. Oh, uh, we'll do it. So he will be here. Hey, thank you for sending that over on Facebook. So I just, I, for some reason, I know all the questions I'm going to ask, and then I get all hey, like. I changed, I changed all my passwords to incorrect. So whenever I forget, it will tell me your password is incorrect. That's good. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it now. I'm sorry. It's hilarious. No, I'm going to ask my wife if we can. Get... So, wait, it's Saturday. Saturday is the egg hunt? No, Friday night. Oh, good. Cool. Because that means we could leave Saturday morning and get yes. home in a good enough. Uh, good. Yes. Which I think my was... kids would love that. They would love to have fun running around i don't know what which, my wife has in store and i don't which know means how, you know which I does think. mean that entire day that i will be swamped but well i can come help you 
yes, you can. It also means I have to get a get a head start on everything. So that way, I'm set up a week early. Well, the thing that what we can do too is we can film little videos since like we don't get to be in the same uh, space very much. Like when our when our families go to bed, we're gonna have to say, uh, we we may stay up and go somewhere. <laughs> so we maybe can... my my office may be done by then if we get our money in. Sweet, because like we could do little videos, like little funny like snippet things. Because that's for... in April, right? Yeah. I think. So we've got two months. Yeah. And it's only a, I think the guy said it's a six week project for my office. So well, man, like if we, we can totally bring our, we're going to bring our camper. We don't have, we can just camp out in your driveway. Either way, I'm just saying. I it just will don't be, want it to, I don't I, want it to be a rush on you. I don't want y'all to feel. No, I want, no, we want this stuff done ASAP is what I'm saying. Um, okay. I want my office, and then Evan needs a needs a wall. <laughs> Poor Evan, he's like, I need a wall. Oh, we'll tell. I'll text you in a minute. Oh, hello. Hey, go. Oh. How are you? Can you hear us? Can you hear me? do what? It's cutting in and out a little bit. Hey, he might have to go on his LTE network or whatever they have. Uh, because it sometimes when we're going across this far, um, like just simple internet's hard to work with. Like that's why I always use my data sometimes. I don't know what they have across the pond. Uh, we we've got like super fast fiber here, so oh, now sounds good. good. So it should be good. It was cutting. <clears throat> I'm in the little home yeah, studio, so hopefully it'll it'll sound all right. Yeah. It does sound. It sounds really good. It was just cutting in and out there for randomly for a second. I don't know why. I mean, this is science fiction, though, man. We're talking. We're we're <laughs> speaking across, you know, uh, a great divide here, which is pretty awesome. You know, my kids used to say, "Daddy, what cell phone did you have when you were little?" And I was like, "Buddy, that was from Star Trek. I didn't have a cell <laughs> <Yeah>. phone." <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I will say, I'm kind of uh, excited to talk to somebody across the pond. He just wants to say Ever that since I, a lot. I, it's all it just is. Want to say that. I, really want to say. <laughs> I just want to say that. I've always wanted, ever since watching uh, Doctor Who, I just want to say things like that. Really? You Doctor Who fan? I am too, man. Oh, I love Doctor Who. Oh, wow. Love it. Love it. So, uh, who's your favorite doctor? Way, I'm real Aaron. Quick. And who's, who's my favorite doctor? Yes. Uh, David Tennant. You have to pick a awesome. doctor. Awesome. Oh, yes. I do love him a lot. Yes. Um, I think he should be the only doctor, well, but hey, I don't get I'll tell you this. Here. I do like the one guy with the the hair. Is it Tom uh, Baker? Oh, yeah, kind of. I, I think so. He's shorter, has like a blondish looking hair almost. It's brown, but it's kind of got like blonde. Oh, did he have like a, a cricket jacket on and a leak? Peter yes. Davidson. Yeah, he was he was my Doctor Who growing up. He was that the guy was mine too, man. In so the eighties, until yeah. David cool. Tennant came, I was like. Him and his robot dog. I, I I watched those in syndication uh, after school. I was like, "This is awesome." I I'm a recent Doctor Who convert, so I had to go back and watch all that stuff. But like in the last like last year, that was like somebody turned me on to it, and I was like, "Oh, I got to watch it all." Yeah. I I will tell you this before we get started. I would have loved to got more of the War Doctor. I liked him. I like his the actor. But he is he is no longer with us. 
Um, this is true. I forgot. I forgot his name. He's been in so many things. He was in Indiana Jones and all these different things. But I love the War Doctor, which was the the one from the, I guess the the apocalypse. I guess super in the future. Yeah. And I, I forget. His name. Uh, that was cool. I, 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 for some reason, I love grizzly, grizzled old like guys that try to get wisdom. Like Gandalf, <laughs> a favorite of mine. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, I, I like though. That's kind of an archetype that I like. And I was like, I like this guy. He's pretty cool. I do. I will say I don't like the female doctor, but that's just because it's just awkward. Yeah, I'm. I'm not completely convinced just... about that, but. <laughs> It just feels. It just feels oh, weird. Do you know who I wanted to be the doctor? And they were talking about it for a long time. Is Idris Elba? Idris Elba. Yeah. I was like, man, that would be so cool. He he yeah. would be a good doctor. Yeah, I reckon he will be. Him or that or Bond, like. Oh. Yeah. Be great as Bond. But anyway. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I also liked. <laughs> um. Oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Matt Smith was pretty good. Yeah. He I, I he grew on I me. Like he grew on Capodello. me. But I think when you he he came right after Tenet, so it was like that's that's hard, especially in ministry when you I, come in I after somebody that did a good run, and yeah. they're like always yes. saying, "Well, you're not that guy." So he kind of had an uphill battle, but I I know he's pretty popular too. It was uh, it was hard for me to like him at first. I'll say that. Yeah. Matt Smith, uh, yeah, he, he was very different to Tennant, but um, he's done all right for himself. Been in the Crown, he's been in Star Wars, he's been in a bunch of stuff now. Matt I know, Smith. right? Yes. <clears throat> he was an evil cyborg anyway, in the Terminator movie. <laughs> I was like, it's the Doctor. We and Amy Pond, and she, she's Doctor done. She's, Talk. Amy Pond. she's done all right too. Amy Pond has such fly. Hey, so Simon. It, yes. My name is Rick, by the way. Nice to meet you. So is this the Doctor Who podcast we're doing? Is it? Is this the... Yes, well, this is it. We're <laughs> Simon, you're not too this far thing off. Back in. Like, <laughs> we, we are... We love all things geeky, and we are actually going and to we... add something to our podcast in the next little bit uh, where we review things. And uh-huh. we might, if you're available, we might do a Doctor Who <laughs> episode. And how like and hey, what man, we, we, is, we turn the Lion King into a uh, into a teachable yeah. moment for those in ministry. So That's cool. we can do anything. That's cool. <laughs> I like it. I'm so maybe we we'll, we can have we, you back. And we didn't do the we didn't do the cheesy Mufasa stuff either. So and being that you're you you have just the greatest accent, you bring so <laughs> you bring you bring us so much credibility. We're talking about Doctor Who, and then we have someone across the pond talking from England. Yeah, people yeah. are like, "Oh, from yeah. England." It, we have some bona fides. Legitimized. <laughs> We're legitimate. <laughs> in the simple, uh, in the simple American mind, it is legitimized. Yeah. Oh, dude, this <laughs> accent. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and I, I'm not that well spoken. Like there were people over here. Obviously, you know, the Queen's English. But it, it is fun when I'm in the states. The the number of people at like MegaCon conference were like, "Hey man, would you do my like my my voicemail, my phone for me?" I'm like, "No, get a lie. <laughs> no, just record a message on my phone for me, my voicemail." All right, Rick, I need you to not ask him that. Now. <laughs> right. I know you were planning on it. No, I I did. We have made jokes before where we were like, "I would love to get you know like uh, Morgan Freeman or." James Earl Jones to do my voicemail for me one day. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. That would be very cool. So, Simon, we, well, we, we're we a little loosey-goosey around here, but 
it's good to talk to you and, and we'll get started here. Uh, we want to be a good steward of your time, but the way we do here at Chavez Behaviors, we, we try to keep it light and funny, but we also, we, we are, we can be serious, but we like to play. So, uh, okay, I hope cool. that's okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All so, right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go set ahead us and up. Yep, and go. so I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and do our little intro and then I'll say your name. And then you can kind of say hello or whatever, and then we'll jump right in. Great. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Childish Behavior with Rick and Aaron. And today in the Internet Studios, we have a special guest. Uh, We have a special guest that uh, is across the pond. And so everybody, please welcome Simon Perry of... Go, uh, oh man, I keep messing this up. I'm so sorry. Uh, I want to say, okay, is it go all stars or all stars get all stars kids club? Go, okay, go. yeah, I apologize, man. Like, okay. I do know what I'm doing, but you know, sometimes well, with art direction, don't worry, this is it's something personally botches a lot. I botch everything, <laughs> it's not just you. I am a moron. Okay, <laughs> all right, so here, I'll do it one more time. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Childish Behavior. Today in the Internet Studios, we have a special guest from across the pond, Mr. Simon Perry, and he is the guru behind All Stars Kids Club Go. What's Hello. up? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Now, for those who don't know what this app is, this is an app now, which there was, there's kids club, which is a website and has all kinds of cool stuff on it, but there's an app now, which you actually can stream videos. It's uh, there's a lot of streaming videos. There are a lot of different kinds of videos. There's everything from songs kids can watch. And, and it kind of, it's a safer, I think the way I, I presented it is it's a safer thing than YouTube because it's all Christian based stuff. Yes. Well, it's got my kids' seal of approval. I'll tell you that. Uh, we put it on our uh, we put it on our little uh, tablet at home, and my kids used to go. They they my my uh, family bought them a tablet that had the Amazon Prime games and and all that kind of stuff on it, and uh, we downloaded a the app, and they stay on that app more than anything. And so for That's my awesome. kids to love that thing and we've got it on our phones. And so if we're at the grocery store and somebody's going crazy, we're like, here we go. Here's kids club go. <laughs> so <laughs> That's the, so cool. The thing that gets me uh, messed up sometimes is I just want to call it go because I see the pink and just the big G O. So I don't always remember the all-star part. So I just like go, go to the go app. And they're like, what? No, the go app. The pink with the go, yeah. and they're like, "Okay." <laughs> so uh, we are excited about it, man. It is it is a really awesome uh, app. It's a really awesome program. And so I wanted to ask you a little bit: what was your inspiration behind uh, this type of programming? <clears throat> the inspiration behind it, um, well, uh, I mean, I've been a kids pastor nineteen years, and uh, and over Ooh, those years, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I should get a watch or something. Um, but over these years, <laughs> yes. uh, at least a plaque. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be honest, it's probably not going to happen. No, no, there's no budget. It's not in the budget. <laughs> yeah, I got a photocopied certificate. Um, uh, anyway, we'll send um, you a certificate. 
Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Be my first. Um, anyway, um, what would be what the inspiration behind it is uh, over the years, just seeing uh, how much kids consume media and you know the rise of tablets and stuff, and that kids have it in their hands all the time. Uh, I mean, even for school, my kids they're on the tablets and computers all the time for schoolwork, um, and they consume all the content that's on there on you know online on streaming platforms and stuff. And I guess the inspiration behind this was. Uh, you know, media can be used for bad, but it can be used for good as well. Mm. And I, I'm, I really love yes. the idea that uh, to be able be able to create creative, uh, fun, relevant media that declares the name of Jesus, that uh, shares the gospel, uh, that kids can consume wherever they, wherever they're consuming uh, content. And uh, and with YouTube, uh, you know, lots of people have used YouTube and have content on YouTube, but there's lots of reasons not to have content on YouTube. At least to the fact that the kids should be 13 plus and all the advertising and and there's lots of changes recently with youtube and policies and kids content and stuff um so it really felt it's, it's very difficult very scary it, it's really scary and yeah i mean my kids have watched stuff on there that you know the video is appropriate but then a perfume advert pops up and exactly. it's like that's not appropriate for my six-year-old or um and there's workarounds uh, or, like kids today know the workarounds around their parents uh yeah like codes and stuff. I, I, I dealt a lot with of that. them are smarter than the. <laughs> yeah, well, totally. I dealt with that not too long ago here. Uh, I, Especially in Rick's case. Well, no. I, mean, I, I didn't say. Well, it. I didn't say it out loud. Oh, I'm sorry. So anyway, I I am a uh, <laughs> I'm a, a family pastor, but I'm also a counselor at our church, and there is so much that media has done to hurt our kids through yeah. pornography and, and different so. things like that. And, and parents are good. A lot of them want to help their kids and want to put stuff there, but there's all these workarounds. And I basically had a kid that came in that was addicted to some things they shouldn't be addicted to and come to find out that it was getting around school, that they knew how to get around the passwords and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, it's crazy. YouTube, and there's also it's dangerous because it's like a minefield. You could put your kids in the kid program, but there's still predators and people that are putting um, terrible yeah, content, sneaking in, content there. in. And and the parents walk off thinking they're okay, and their kids seeing something that's just terrible. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And there's also you know YouTube Kids is is an option, um, but that's you know a lot of the content there is is checked and put up human by humans at youtube so lots of christian content doesn't get through right. um and i mean there's no, there's i'm sure there's people we know in common that create amazing kids content um and that's not on yes. youtube kids and yet they have thousands of subscribers and great videos um so even youtube kids isn't a place to go for families that want content for their kids that is you know full of jesus truths or just clean and wholesome um content so um so yeah so that was the inspiration behind this is is what if there was an alternative for families and kids to access um awesome that um there isn't youtube that and and also for me my heart is very much you know is to reach kids with the gospel uh with no charge now i appreciate it costs money to make content and i know that exactly Um, wonders how did you how do you do it for free (laughs) uh that's nothing is free we know right there's there. some way yeah. to pay for this yeah the, somewhere this has to be paid yeah for. totally and the answer is i've i've no idea yet and we're still working on that um uh i mean this this project was very much a step of faith in fact i mean as a family we, we live by faith for the last three years so everything we've done is literally <laughs> trusting god for every penny and what you call it a dime right a dime that comes in um 
but um but for this it's it was a step of faith to get a find a company to to help build the platform and um uh yeah just just god's provision and god's um just god's planning really in terms of all the people i've met over the years that create content who have come back and said we want to partner with you si and here's this and here's this songs and here's this content and um so it's been an amazing journey to collect all this content um on this platform um but in terms of going forward it really is a step of faith i think we have the next three months of you know the running costs of the app covered and then it's <laughs> then it's like okay god over to you um which, which there is a way in like the regular website where people can go and donate, right? Uh, yeah, there, there's some uh, tabs and links and stuff on the website where it takes That's you through awesome. to a Patreon account, and um, uh, and you can you can just donate via you know by purchasing a download or something on the site as well. Um, um, but it but it really is yeah I mean and that's the that's the challenge and that's been the challenge over the last probably twelve to fourteen months of of beginning this is just. Lord, do we charge for this? Because there are other, you know, Christian streaming platforms that do have a subscription and they're great. Um, but as I've discovered, you know, when you travel and do ministry and, and meet kids and families outside the church, um, they're not always willing, you know, the first to step out and go, I'm going to subscribe for 50 bucks a year for a Christian site I've never heard of before. Right. With content I don't understand. Whereas they're going to get the cheaper thing that is over here and not giving them the best content. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, and there were pros and cons, you know, if you have a subscription that brings income that you can then spend on licensing content and creating new content, whereas if it's free, uh, there's no income at all. <laughs> right. So, uh, so that's been, that's been the challenge, but it's not been a deterrent either. Like we're, I'm like, God, you've called us to do this. We're going to step out. If this is for a season until something else steps up and takes on, and that's great. But if this is the start of something long-term that becomes the, you know, a go-to place or a, a you know, family of places that people can go to to, to access content, and that's that's what we'll do. So we'll, that's what we've done. So um, uh, yeah, it really is a bit of a crazy journey. Just like Lord, we've no idea how this is gonna keep going. <laughs> um, well, you're it, starting off right, man. That I mean, that's the biggest thing, especially in ministry, and you know that being a a, a minister, and and when God puts something in your heart, the human side of you wants to say. How am I going to keep this afloat? But yeah. the ministry part of us, the, the the spirit inside of us, we know that God can do anything. And if we do it God's way, he's going to equip us and he's going to take care of us. And I think yeah. that uh, as you go on and maybe churches can come alongside and and maybe help this. I mean, I know, for, for instance, I want to do something maybe where uh, – when we do our vacation Bible school, we call it mega bash and we, we raise money for missions and different things like that. And, uh, I, I just decided just now, just hearing your heart, like I, it won't be a whole lot, but we just what you're doing, we believe in it and, uh, we'll, we'll get the word out about it and have kids bring money in to help support it. Wow. That's awesome, man. Thank you. That's incredible. I mean, um, it's which, ministered to my family already just in the, what has it been, a week or two that it's yeah, been on? Yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks. And uh, Which the, the funniest thing about that is like, because I guess it wasn't on some things right away. Like it wasn't on, uh, <laughs> took a few extra days. For oh, Apple. yeah. Well, uh, that's Apple. Uh, so they, we, they take forever well, to a, do stuff. Well, like we, I added it to our TV. And so I'm sh like showing it to my kids and stuff. And my nine year old, as soon as it was out, he's like, dad, can I add this to my phone? What's the name of it? I was like, well, hold on. It's not out yet. He's like, well, when is it out? And then like 
the next day it was was the day that finally was on apple and he's like dad is it on there yet can i add it and like so he was like pressuring me because he loved the content that's cool that's really awesome and i and the thing what i love about it is um uh i mean for me in ministry uh and also with the all-stars thing whether it's music or this app and content is i love partnering with other people and other ministries i like the big picture you know, we're on the same team. We're just different, you know, different streams, but we want the same goal. We want to reach kids and families with the gospel. Mm. And I love the fact that this app celebrates that, that there's content from all different streams. Um, you know, we've gone through a lot. Of, well, we go through it philologically and make sure it's pretty sound. <laughs> yeah. um, there's no crazy, you know, weird stuff on there. But um, I love the fact that it's just a real variety of content from different providers and ministries and individuals. Uh, and I think that's, that's kind of... Um, I think that's great. It just shows, you know, uh, I think it shows kids ministry off in a good light that, you know, all these people together are working together on something. And, and, um, and, and what also excites me is it's a platform to be able to raise up and make, uh, you know, other for people to see content from people you've never heard of that might only oh, have yeah. a dozen of dozen views on YouTube, but the video is fantastic or the teaching is brilliant. And, um, and I love that. So, you know, there's, there's stuff on here from, small ministries that you've never heard of and little Baptist churches tucked away that do puppet videos and, and, or write songs. I'm like, this is great. This, you know, we want to encourage you, but also share this with, with, you know, kids and families around the world alongside the mega churches that are, you know, creating epic drama series and stuff. And that's, that's all cool. But I love for me, you know, years ago, someone gave me opportunity to write a song and that, you know, opened doors for all the stuff we've done since. And I love that. And, you know, I'd love to think that this, <laughs> just hit my microphone that's okay uh, i'm getting all emotional getting, he's getting he's getting too excited i am yeah um but yeah i love the fact that this you know my heart is that this could be um not yeah a platform to just to you know release content from all over you know the god's church to the kids and families watching it and um not just the big names that you know people tend to go to that's cool oh, well that's the reason he was willing to come on child's behavior because we are no <laughs> 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 A minute ago, you said something that that is a is a reoccurring theme uh, in childish behavior because it's how me and basically how this all started for us is building relationships. You said you built relationships over the time, and yeah. that's where some of this came out of. Um, can you tell us a little bit how like how long did it take to achieve this? I I just knowing what I know about production and what I know about building things. Um, yes, it launched a couple of weeks ago, but you, you had to have started a long time ago doing this. Like, can you give us a little bit of like a short synopsis journey of how it started? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, I mean, the vision for this started probably nine, 10 years ago when we first launched all stars kids back then it was all stars kids records. Cause it was, um, the idea was mm. to release kids worship and then, uh, TBN launched in the UK and they needed kids content. So I'm like, well, how hard can it be to make kids shows? So um, we made some kids shows for TBN and then we released Max. It's, it's hard. It is hard. It's harder it's than you think. Um, uh, <laughs> and then we, uh, and then we released uh, some kids magazines. So we've, we've done glossy magazines. So it's been probably the last 10 years, this has grown and developed, but all the time there's been this thing uh, to have a kind of a go-to place for kids to hear the gospel. Um, because, you know, even for kids worship, you know, there's there's some websites that I don't know if I'm allowed to name them, but there are some, you know, uh, you know, worshipkidsbuilding.coms and stuff. There's, you know, there's places you can go um, 
to to buy music but in terms of where do you go to hear what's new from everybody um mm. there isn't like you know there's no kind of uh spotify or itunes or, or even like you know a disney yeah. for kids it's like where can you go to 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 see all that's new from all the different people that do kid stuff so that was way back and then it's, it, it has been years and years and years of just praying and when's the right time god and we got no money but all these kind of stuff and then uh early last year we just i just felt okay now's the time to step out so oh guys i had the most bizarre conversations with streaming platform companies and builders and the the quotes and budgets that I was told I would need was just <laughs> eye-watering. You know, I'm like, okay, if you can knock three zeros off, I could probably do that one. Um, can so, we do uh, the free option? <laughs> um, so yeah, so it took a while to to find you know to find some people in the states that can help create this app and what would it look like and and like I said earlier, the pros and cons to do you charge? Is it free? All this kind of stuff. Um, but in terms of building relationships, that that's the thing that's that's. Uh, begin to see the fruit of now. I mean, I've been I've been super blessed over the last four years to be able to get to uh, Nashville for a couple of weeks every year uh, to a conference and then do songwriting and and all that kind of stuff and just just meet people for coffee and just begin relationships and friendships and just you know share the vision and uh, and it's been really it's been really fun because um, I'm this Brit that they kind of like you turn over you come over here Sai, and you have this completely different model to everything else that's going on. Mm. You just give away stuff free. I'm like, how does that work? I'm like, I have no idea. That's, um, hey, that's basically childish behavior in a nutshell. Uh, sure. We, <laughs> we make no money off this. So. Yeah, well, it would be nice to make some money at some point, but it's, but you know, then uh, <laughs> that could just be something else. But um, that's the, um, yeah, that's, what do they yes. call that? That's the icing on top of the cake, right? That's the icing on top yeah. of the cake. Absolutely. We, we, we hope that it can turn into something that way we can focus more effort into it. And that, that's really what a lot of time comes in these things is, is if we can, so, so many people get mad at Christians. This is a kind of a iffy topic here, but so many people get mad at Christians because it's like, well, you should give away everything for free because you're a Christian, right? It's like, yeah, but how do you, you want me to make it better? I can't make it better if I don't have any money. <laughs> you know I mean? I yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that, that's a struggle I often do uh, have conversations with the Lord about. I'm like, okay, God, we're giving this away free, but how on earth do I feed my family next month? Or how do we, you know, fix the car? Or how do we, you know, investing equipment yes. to make more films and uh, pay people's travel and all that kind of stuff. And and yet somehow he does his thing and stuff gets covered and uh, provision is made and comes in for that. And it and it has been just a crazy three years. And even for for this app, just you know, you know, I I really believe this is just the start of in terms of content and what's on there and what we. There's so much this thing can do. It's just yeah. mind boggling. Uh, and we will scratch the surface of what the the whole app can actually do and the options we can do within it, which is super exciting. Uh, but to get to this point when we're launching, and you know, I think all all the networking and coffee meetings and lunches I've had in Nashville and Alabama and all the places I've been in the states, uh, just sharing this heart and people going, "This is crazy, Sai. You're some crazy Brit, <laughs> but we we get it. We love it." Uh, and to get to the point that here we are, we're launching, and all these people are like, "Yeah, we get this. We want to be part of this family, and and we want to support this in some way." and which is which is um, been incredible. Which is you know, so you look at all this content, and it, I, I mean, it's the conversations I've had and people I've met has been bonkers. I mean, it, it really has. Well, and uh, but God, yeah, but God's been good. But also, it's been a lot of learning curve. I've had lots of meetings with labels and brands and stuff over there who just um, I don't want to. I'm I'm I, I, I need to be. Yeah, you got to tiptoe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love what they do, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I really am frustrated that you know. 
come on, we need stuff created for kids in the church, but also outside well, the church. And um, I'll, I'll say this. If you ever need uh, need some free content makers, you holler at me and Rick, because I promise you, we, we, have a, we have a heart for this stuff, too, and we love what you're doing. Thanks, man. That's and we, cool. And we, we don't get paid already, so we just <laughs> used to. So. <laughs> Treasures in heaven. That's what it is. We'd be making yeah. it anyway, well, we, so uh, we, we just we have a <laughs> We actually do have a dream to – like we've talked about that before. We have a dream to one day make like a childish paper cartoon or something. But we we just don't have the – the place and the platform and all those things, but this, which is, wasn't even why we had you on. We just, you know, we, we like what you've created, but. Thank you. I mean, I, and what I love about, you know, what it's funny. Some of the, uh, you know, some of the highest viewed videos on YouTube are videos made by people in their bedrooms, you know, doing makeup or just messing around in the kitchen. It's like, they're not big budget, high end videos. Mm-hmm. They're filmed on someone's camera or their, you know, iPhone and stuff and yeah. upload and get billions of views. So I, I love the fact that, you know, I want, you know, on this app, my heart is to, that it's it's really good and there's great content on there. But I'm so excited to get kind of just fun kind of vlogs kind of stuff and little snippets and just all kinds of stuff that kids would watch. Um, it doesn't have to be – I'm not suggesting your stuff won't be high-end. <laughs> um, but hey, in terms of hey, – you haven't seen our stuff yet. We've, we've made some pretty entertaining stuff. Uh, totally. I, I totally believe that. And uh, <laughs> um, but, but what I mean, what I mean is that I, 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 I apologize for Aaron. I don't know. He he drank too much, too many uh, Red Bulls this morning. No, I. <laughs> in, in, I'll be honest with you. As you were as listening to you talk and stuff, it kind of in in a way Just it inspired it's exciting me. you. Uh, yeah, it kind of exciting because that's exactly things that we've talked about uh, with childish behavior, you know, and stuff like we were like, man, we'd love to do this because we we love being creative. Uh, we I mean we build cartoon our rick builds a lot of cartoons i just got done building like a video to promo our our podcast and just all this cool stuff that we put together we're just like man it'd be cool to do this for kids yeah totally so it just it just it just hit me whenever you were talking and it was just kind of a random thing well just send stuff over put it up (laughs) and the cool thing is what i love also love because you know if if it's animated or animations or puppets and cartoons it's stuff that can be dubbed in different languages too which um I'm super excited about. It. So on the app, we've got uh, we got some African stuff, we got awesome. Spanish stuff, we got stuff in Welsh. That's so cool! Uh, and we've just uh, we're exploring doing stuff in Mandarin, which is <laughs> for oh, China, man. which oh, is um, a huge cool. challenge, but uh, super exciting. And we're also going to be doing stuff in French and German um, because oh, wow. even if you go on YouTube, you can type you know Christian kids stuff in French. There's not a lot in a lot of languages. So um, uh, yeah, so not. yeah, so if there's stuff we can you know have translated then that's super cool too and so, if not it'll look it'll look like one of those ninja movies where the mouth doesn't yes, the voice is different to the, the lips that's kind of cool movies. yeah yeah totally i'm coming to get you you took my father yeah <laughs> yes um so you you just just this is a little tangent and i can cut this out uh you said that you were needing help with mandarin um i actually have a buddy that got out of the military he retired and he was he had to learn Mandarin because he was a he was a army translator and all that kind of stuff. And he is a he's a he is somebody that I might could he might could help maybe uh, because when he told us, cool. he, he's like, I'm going to learn Mandarin. I was like, what? He's like, that's <laughs> for my high security. Jo-. Like, I, he can't ever tell me what he did. But yeah. like he he retired and he's now with his kids he was he was my former my former pastor's son we're really good friends but 
I'm like, dude, what are you going to do with Mandarin now? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> so if you ever need translators for something, he might be able to help. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. Because, uh, yeah, that's I was chatting to a friend in China and the, the need there for kids stuff is just it's incredible. And um, yeah, so uh, but also around the world, you know, there's lots of people that speak Chinese and Mandarin and Cantonese around the world. So um, to have stuff in that language would be. We super fun. I have no idea so how awesome. I would edit it. I wouldn't understand a clue what to say. <laughs> and, uh, and I tried Google Translate the other day for some from oh, that's <laughs> words horrible. in Mandarin. I'm like, good grief. Is that <laughs> I've no idea. It's not correct. I'm, I'm, I'm praying, Lord, this is correct what I put up there and it's not some blasphemy or some kind of stupid. <laughs> oh man, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so it'd be great. I'd love to see some guys stuff, guys. It'd be really cool. So I was gonna ask you this too about like um you okay so you you talked a little bit about this i wanted to i wanted to hear about your faith journey you know i wanted to start out with the app but i wanted i wanted to know about simon like how how for you now how'd, that you how'd you get to ministry yeah like you know, how are like you 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 grew up over you know across the i country. did that's right <laughs> and uh and now God puts well heart. some of us do some of us don't we have to clarify in childish behavior like well, um <laughs> God puts something in your heart, you know, and it, it just comes to fruition. But based on what I've seen and what I've heard, there's always been a little nugget of this maybe in as you were growing up. Like, were you like a creative art? Do you like art and stuff growing up and in yeah. production and stuff as a young guy? Yeah, growing up, I yeah, I loved art uh, and uh, I did media studies with VHS and Betamax, all those back yes. in the day. That's how old I am. That's how sad it is. <laughs> no, dude. Um, okay, so how old are you? 40. Me too, man. Okay. So you had to, did you, oh, well, did you love... let me go get the nursing home open for y'all. Yeah, he, he's a young pup. <laughs> that's okay. We can teach him some things. Um, but but yeah, I, uh, I used to be the content creator for our church making videos. And you'd have to make videos. You'd have to edit it in the camera, which is crazy. Yeah. Like now you can just put it in the computer, digitally mock it up. And I'm like, where was this a couple of years ago? Yeah. <laughs> you it, know, it doesn't feel that long ago. Like the 90s were yesterday. But anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah, totally creative guy growing up and uh, went to a small church. Um, but uh, it all kind of kicked off. So I was musical as well. So I did lots of music and played in church and uh uh, and then one year I was invited by a friend who's still a very dear friend. Um, she runs a kids charity in Liverpool in England, and uh, it's just incredible what she's doing. Um, but she invited me to a, a Easter festival called Easter People, which met at Easter, hence the name. And, um, uh, and <laughs> that would she, be awkward if it was at Christmas. Yes, that would like, be kind of a bit, a bit weird. Yeah. That would actually... <laughs> that would actually probably intrigue me to i know i'm like yeah, okay what's this honest what's this thing at easter but it's christmas um just because i'm weird like that i've been like yes it would be <laughs> yeah totally um anyway she invited me to go, come along she was leading the five to sevens and uh i was playing keys in her band and there was um a moment one evening uh the kids were worshiping and we were singing a song called i want to be like jesus and she wrote that song and it was a beautiful song i want to be like jesus i want to see like jesus i want to uh hear like jesus i want to reach kids the reach people like jesus it was a beautiful song just about how we want to be more like jesus in our lives and uh and she asked the kids uh to sing the song again and this time as we sing uh you can worship god in whichever way you want so you can raise your hands kneel down uh sit down close your eyes whatever you want to do and i was i was about 12 at the time 
12, 13. And uh, I was playing keys and uh, we sung this song again. And there was just one of those moments. There's been like a handful of my life where God has spoke to me so audibly and mm. um, just felt like heaven just kind of went, Ka-da, hello. And um, so I was sat, stood there playing the keys, looking at these kids and just started weeping, which isn't cool when you're kind of 12, 13 boy on stage in front of hundreds and hundreds of people. And I'm crying thinking, oh man. And um, <laughs> just audibly heard God say, um, do you like what you see? And I was looking around and seeing these kids, hands raised, uh, kneeling just in complete worship. They were lost in, in praise. And I'd never seen anything like it. And I was like, God, I love this. And uh, he just said, this is what I'm calling you to do. Uh, so from that point onwards, um, I just knew deep down, whatever it was God had in store, it was, uh, it was music and with kids ministry. Um, so flash forward a few years, I thought, right, I'm going to be an ambulance man and then a policeman, then a firefighter, all the things I thought I was going to do to help people. And it turns out I was helping people in a different way. And, um, uh, and yeah, and so that was kind of, the, that was the start. I just had this deep down, just in my knower, knowing uh, this is my heart. And, uh, mm. and then at 17, 16, 17, I was writing lots of kids songs. And then uh, at 18, uh, I got involved with Vineyard uh, in the UK. Uh, I was actually the first UK Vineyard kids pastor, which is kind of exciting. That's awesome. Claim to fame. And uh, yeah, and then they launched a series called Great Big God, uh, an album, and I got some songs on there. And that was just, in terms of, musically wise that was the first step in uh, what god had in store which is super cool um but at the same time i was a children's pastor uh and yeah and so that was a just turned 19 i was a full-time children's pastor and writing songs uh in the vineyard movement and and kind of haven't looked back much since really so and that's just been the journey and um and uh, and i've loved it it's been you know lots of ups and downs lots of times thinking god what am i doing and you know you don't go into kids ministry to get rich or make money so uh, we completely know. understand this is this is very very true but i've made i haven't made hardly anything dude, i like your story though what you said is you wanted to help people and then you are helping people it was just a different way than what you thought and yeah not an ambulance but you know we're saving souls and and uh, my, my story is very similar like i i had planned out my whole life I wanted to be, I wanted to go in the military. I wanted to come out, be a teacher. And, uh, I, I am now a teacher. I'm just a biblical history teacher, if you will, and a counselor. But like, if you would have told me that when I was younger, uh, I would have probably ran away, but I always had it in my heart to be a helper of people. Or, uh, you know, to take care of people. And so when you said that, it really struck a chord with me. I was like, man, that's exactly how I was. Is Like, I don't know where I want to be, but I know I want to help people. And God just fills in all the blanks and it's awesome. Yeah, he does. And I remember people saying, no, sorry, you need a proper job. You know, you can't live off that. And uh, <laughs> they were right, actually. <laughs> in terms of like, you know, there's not, there's not a lot of money in it, but... That was the exact same thing my grandma told me when I was, was it really? I was figuring the ministry. She's like, oh, we have time to change your mind. I was like, <laughs> well, but, oh, man. Well, yeah. I'll tell you this. There's a praise to God. Um, yes, things have been tight for us as a family. Things have happened that were weird or unexpected. But God has always provided, and we've never gone without. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's just these crazy stories where people would send us money like, hey, we were thinking about you and it happened to be wrote for the amount that I needed to pay a bill, you know, like yeah, and I didn't tell anybody, 
You know, I might've told God in prayer or the bank calls and, uh, you know, with, for a house payment. And they're like, you paid too much last, last year in escrow. And I'm like, no, we didn't, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. I'm like, okay, whatever. God's going to use the bank or he's going to use these people that are listening to him, but we've never gone without, it does from a human perspective, get a little scary sometimes, but yeah, totally. And, and you know, we've journey. Absolutely. And, you know, we always chuckle when we do our tax returns or, you know, go through the bank statements and you think you look and think, well, that's what came in. Yeah. Is that it? That's all that came yeah. in. And yet somehow we've managed to do all this. And yes, and on paper, it makes no sense. What, it makes no sense. So you know, it, <laughs> for, it, the, for the longest time, my wife was always like, oh, what are we going to do? And I was like, ah, oh, we'll be fine. You know, we'll be fine. In my head, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah what we're gonna do <laughs> but then somehow it would always pan out and and she'd look at me and be like you were right and i was like yeah i was yeah no totally what <laughs> we just, I really i'm just like we just really i'm just freaking out inside trying to keep everything stable yeah totally i mean we just like you know we just believe it's it's god's economy you know he he's he owns yeah. he owns all the donuts he owns all the money all the houses all you know he, he has everything so like he's not short of a few bob um so you know and uh, he's got it all so I think for us, it's just been like, we just keep going back to him and like, Lord, okay, we're empty. We've got nothing left. Uh, <laughs> what next? And, and yeah, I could tell you a bunch of stories like I'm sure you guys have. They're just of crazy provision. And uh, uh, yeah, and, and you know, as, as a dad as well, having a family, young family, yes. uh, I love the fact that my kids have seen God um, do stuff that's, you know, miraculous, but just not, you know, but just practical stuff, you know, like, oh yeah, I remember one holiday we were like, they're like, dad, are we going on holiday this year? And we're like, we don't have any money to go away on holiday, but let's pray about it. So we prayed on the sofa as a family. And honestly, like less than an hour later, we get an email from someone saying they want to bless us with uh, a gift of money for a holiday. Um, so it's like, okay, family meeting. We all got back on the sofa again. And we're like, you know, we just prayed for something. Guess what? God's just answered it. And it, and it kind of felt like, you know, God cares about the small stuff as well. Yes, he knows that we need to be fed and need a house and a roof and stuff. But, you know, he wants us to have a holiday too. That's, you know, he he's that's important to him. So it was it was just amazing. It's been amazing over the last few years to see my kids see God at work uh, in the small and, the, you know, the mundane stuff as well as provision for, you know, a car or whatever else or rent is paid. And, yes. uh, and you know, they've, they've done this journey with us. So they know what we're doing. And, oh, yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's that's been so fruitful for us. And as a dad, I'm just like, thank you, God, that my kids get to see you do stuff like this in their life now, you know, at, yeah. in their teens yeah. and our youngest is six. So there's a bit of a gap, but, you know, uh, to see you do stuff now that, you know, I really pray is a foundation for them in their life going forward. Yeah, that's that's what I love about being a dad or a children's pastor is I I mean, I, I, I know that you guys feel the same way, but like we are there to help them. But I think in a lot of ways they help us too that because when they get it you know sometimes as adults we get jaded sometimes and i'm not saying jaded all the time but in certain moments we might let something fluster us or something but kids i've had my kids before where it's just warmed my heart i'm like man thank you god for showing this where my kids will speak into my life when i've maybe gone off the rails a little bit maybe i'm frustrated about something or i'm scared about something and and i might let my anxiety show a little bit nothing bad but and my kids will come up to me and be like remember daddy god's got this and i'm like oh gosh you know it just breaks down that wall and it reminds me of what god told you know when he was talking to the disciples come to me like a child 
and my kids yes. have that faith and it it just revs my engine to see how they love god you know yeah absolutely yeah. and i love the fact yeah for our kids too like often they're the first one to say well let's pray about it and i'm like, yeah, and like Man, oh, yes. I'm the, i should have done that <laughs> that should be my first response my first instinct is, of course let's pray you know and they're like dad let's just pray <laughs> i so, dad has been humbled <laughs> my four-year-old one night he he wakes up and he comes in, in the room i'm half asleep and he goes dad i had a bad dream i was like oh what do you want me to do about it buddy he's like well you need to pray for me i was like you know yeah. you're right come here just come here man just it's, yeah that's cool that make you i i just I, that is the best some of the best things in life that you just i i can't even i can't even put it into words but when you see a kid get spiritual matters and they make their faith their own and they are following after God and they're doing stuff. It's kind of like they won't clean their room and they won't listen to you for this or that, but they are trying to live out their faith and, and trusting God. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Don't clean your room. You're, you, you got the most important thing. You're, you're, you're trusting God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. But when your mom yeah. comes home, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when your mom goes home, I'm throwing you under the bus. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Uh, he said yeah, something about I don't Jesus know what happened here. Was, said he was praying. I don't know. <laughs> He's going to need Jesus. <laughs> well, Simon, it has been a pleasure to talk with you and I hope that we can talk with you again in the future with some other things i just want to say that i'm proud of you for what you've done yes, and like yes. in the in like seriously it's a big undertaking to do what you're doing and to jump <laughs> out in faith you know to jump out in faith and not know what's going to happen in the next couple months but you're like i'm gonna do it anyway that's awesome yes. That is that, and and that provides content for us to help our kids because, you know, me and uh, Aaron are counselors, and we meet with kids and we meet with parents, and there's a big epidemic here, where there is all this junk out there, and parents desperately say, well, what's an alternative? And things like All Star Kids is a great alternative and a a tool for us to hand the parents and say, use this, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're helping us in the field, uh, you know, oh, yes. equipping us with tools. That's cool. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I'm with Rick too. I mean, it, it, it broke me like inside just like in a good way when my son says, Hey dad, I want to watch that instead of YouTube. Cause that's better for me. And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah. And that's, Yeah that's the stories i want to hear that's 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 the whole you know that's that's worth more than any any amount of you know uh yeah that's what kingdom stuff should be and uh and yeah and i i, I would hope too that maybe there's some you know god has gifted people in different ways maybe there's some there there's some companies that are owned by christian people that would say hey we believe in what you're doing we'll sponsor this or that, you know what I mean? Yeah. That would, that, that's how, you know, I had a, a, for instance, uh, there was a, it reminds me of this. I was going on a mission trip and I was trying to figure out how I was going to raise money. And I had a, a little old lady come up to me and she said, I'm way too old to go on a mission trip. But she said, God has blessed me and I want to bless you by giving you some money to go on your mission trip. 
and I feel like I'm there with you, yeah. you know, in a way, you know, and so maybe there's some Christian companies that believe in this that could help sponsor it in a way to kind of uh, unburden you where you could be, you know, thinking about this content and thinking about how to make it, you know, always grow it and, and create it to be better and, and change it. And as, as, you know, as uh, media evolves, we too have to evolve to, in a way to, to meet those needs. Um, and so I'm just going to pray for you that, that someone's heart will be, you know, pricked by this and be like, Hey, I, I might not be a pastor and I may not be able to do this, but I can give some money towards this. That's going to help people, you know? Yeah. So we will definitely be praying for hey, you. Hey, Rick, you want to go ahead and pray now for him? Yeah. Would that be okay, Simon? No, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I just, I always We've had ask. some awkward moments when we've asked. All right. Just say that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what? Does people want to listen to prayer on a podcast? Like, <laughs> it's our podcast. We do what we want. <laughs> we do what we want. We yeah. believe in uh, Jesus and we do what we want. All no, right. That'd be, let's, that'd be let's awesome. Pray. Uh, dear Lord, God, thank you so much for uh, Simon, Father, and I hope to develop a, a friendship with him, Father, just being able to talk to him uh, from funny things to Doctor Who to children's ministry and everything in between, God. Um, I just, I am so excited by what he's doing, and uh, I think so many times we get scared by what we can do or what we can't do, and uh you just want us to step up to the plate, Father, but you're the one that's going to hit the home run. So, Father, I just pray for anyone out there that you've put something in their mind to do, that they will create that and not be scared, but to know that if you put it in their mind that you're going to equip them and that you're going to carry it through. And I just pray for a blessing over Simon and his family. God, this is a, a, a big risk to put out there. But it's going to help so many families. It's going to help so many pastors. I know so many of us already have, have uh, been able to give this as a tool. And parents go, thank you. Because sometimes that's the worst thing as a pastor for someone to ask for help. And we're like, I don't know what to do. And so I just pray that you bless this ministry and bless these things, Father, that you will find the people. We know the money's there. We know that the uh, the funds are there because you hold all the purse strings. Uh, uh, we just pray that people will walk out in faith and that they will be compelled to give to, to things like this that will enhance the kingdom, that will help children, that will combat this evil of media. Uh, media, it doesn't have to be bad. It's just the the motivation behind it. And so, Father, this media, this app, this programming is to glorify you and to help people to think of things that are of you. And so, God, I just pray that you will just um, bless this ministry. I pray that you'll bless uh, Simon and his family and that you will take this thing to new heights and new limits that uh, he did not even think about. And so, God, I just pray that you put a hedge of protection around him and his family as they step out in faith and that you will bless them more than they can ever imagine. We love you, God, and we thank you for this day. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Yeah, man. So uh, 
dude, I, we, we, we believe in you, man. And we are going to, we're going to get the word out. And, uh, when you, we'll let you know when the podcast drops and we awesome. will, uh, we will just plaster the mess out of Facebook with uh, <laughs> yes. all star about- kids. Go. I- I posted something like right away after my son said that. So, uh, which I think you even shared. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, totally. It was, I mean, it was just, it was such a epic moment, you know, and it just kind of put me, I was just sitting there. I was actually sitting in my house in my recliner and I'm just like, Oh my goodness, this is so cool that he reacted this way to this. Cause at nine you're like, oh, where's it going to go? Which was, you yeah, know, totally. My, totally. It, and yeah, that's such a, such a huge encouragement, man. So, um, Thank you. Which I also had, I had, uh, my 12 year old was even sitting there watching when I put it on the TV too, which is so cool. That is cool. That is great. So, uh, we got, we got two more things we're going to do, but before we do that, we always like to, to showcase where people can find everything. And so we just want, if people want to donate or people are like, oh my goodness. So where Simon, can you let the audience know where they can reach out to you or, where uh like facebook email different where wherever they can get in touch with you and the different things that you've got going on and where they can find it yeah sure so uh you can f- find all the details on our website which is allstarskidsclub.com uh and there's links there to the to the go platform so you can watch all the content on your web on the website as well as on the apps um and there's links there to to uh, support us financially if you're able to do that and details on what, how to pray for us um, and there's also links there to our Facebook page uh, you can find All Stars Kids Club on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter um, yeah and you can just drop me an email directly which is simon at allstarskidsclub.com and uh, it'd be great to hear from from anybody with questions, ideas, suggestions, recipes anything at all so um, yeah that's awesome Sweet. <laughs> that's, that's cool awesome. so this is the part in our podcast where we let our hair down a little bit, go a little silly, and uh, I'm going to turn it over to Aaron. So if this you're not a, you, if you're you, not seating, if you're not seated, go ahead and sit down. You, you uh, thought you were going to get off the hook. That's what it felt like, like there for okay. a minute. Goggles but on no one gets off the hook for this. And maybe maybe a bicycle helmet. <laughs> yes. Yes. So go it ahead, is, Aaron. Okay, I'm ready. It is time for our childish question of the day. So here it goes. I, I've, I've scoured the internet for this uh, to figure out what would be the very best question. And then I X that question out and come up with something completely different. Um, so here it goes. If life <laughs> were a video game, what would some of the cheat codes be? <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh if life were a video game, oh, um, do I like like you didn't put the little cheat codes in? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, Up, shit. down, A, B, X, X, something like that. But what would it do? Uh, what, clean so- my room? <laughs> do my taxes? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I th- I, yeah. Oh, you need to what? Money? What would the cheat codes do? Or what were the what are the cheat codes? Like yeah. Either like or. he wants you to create what you like. If you needed something, you could put a cheat code in, oh, and it right. would do something for you. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely like, like a, a a foot massage would be kind of nice. <laughs> uh, you have a quiet up, up, down, foot down, down foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Or yeah, I don't know. Or maybe just to clean the toilets at church. Or I don't know. There's yes. 
There was a. I want the easy button where you can just be like that. It's like, all right, I want this day to go easy. I want all the lights to turn green when they turn green. I don't want any like mishaps. You know, I don't know. Y'all are uh, y'all are much too uh, a little rigid on your choices. Yeah, sorry. We're being practical, man. Go ahead. Y'all are being too practical here. I would have just put in like the cheat code where like I couldn't be defeated. You know that kind of cheat code. (laughs) And then I would just walk around and do stuff just because you know never defeated. Jump off of things. Yeah, just jump off things. You know how like you put in a cheat code and then you're overpowered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that was called God Mode or something in Doom, the old Doom. (laughs) Yes, and I would probably just do that just to see what trouble I could get into. Just to just jump off things and bam, and just bounce up and keep going. Oh, uh, in which case, like I think I, if there was a cheat code to have endless nutter butters, because um, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. you, you can't get them in the UK, and every time I can go to the US, I bring back packets and packets of because <laughs> they're so good. So I think Dude, a way of a so cheat code that I could just fair. bring them, eat them, wear them, just to what you know, endless amounts. That would be really cool. So okay, so what are the what are the requirements that like can people send them to you, uh, or will they get caught up in customs? No, they can be. If people want to send them, you can email me at. Uh, <laughs> <happy> <laughs> no, to see seriously, <laughs> I was like, this guy needs some nutter butters, dude. Hey man, this uh, is a real fiasco, right? Guys, here. there are there are so many things we don't have over here. Zaxby's, we don't have In and Out Burger, we don't have well, Zaxby's. Might not unless you I have get you <laughs> have it in the cooler. No, we don't. We have well, we had one Chick Fil A and it closed down because um, oh! it was in the news. I won't go into that. It was a whole yeah. We had one Chick Fil A trial in the UK and it closed down because of uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's too I know Christian. what you mean. Uh, <laughs> no, it was about gender and and uh, and stuff. Uh, no. Anyway, we'll go into we that. had some stuff go on uh, like up north. Some stuff like that happened too. Some shut down up north too. Yeah, but we don't have Chick Fil A, so there's there's a lot of things we, we miss out on over here. Oh so, man! Hey, so a cheat code well, to have all that food would be fine. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Now, now you're now you're speaking the childish language. <laughs> See, I remember a game where you could put a cheat code in a Nintendo game, and it would give you unlimited money. That would be cool. That would be. Like, that, that would Your be bank dang- account's like. That would be dangerous. That would be dangerous. I would have things that no person really wants to have, but I would have them just because I could have them. Because you can, yeah. Yes, I'd have like all the gauntlets, you know. All the well, you could just give it away, then. You know what I mean? Like if you had unlimited money, you do what you got to do for your family, and then you're just See, like, I, you can just. I would give fear. It away. I would fear that I would mess up the world by giving everything away, and it would it would overly influx the money, and then it would just mess everybody up. Well, that's what Bruce Almighty had, wasn't it, on in the movie when he said yes, yes. to all the prayers? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I can mine that for gold. Like I, I, when I used to be a youth pastor, I would cut scenes out of that and use for object lessons. Yeah. Because it's re, because it, it is. That's what we think about God. Sometimes is we use him as a genie or we use him as a get out of jail free card, and it's like. I love the message, even though it was a secular type movie, is that God just wants a relationship with you. Yes. And, you know, yeah. I, and I and I was like, man, I can't believe that message came through in a movie that was probably made by people that weren't Christian, you know? Yeah, totally. And it, yeah, but I think God used it nonetheless, even with the monkeys popping out of places they shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh man. So, okay. So tell us what is something 
that you've noticed that we don't have in the States that you would tell us that we couldn't live without if we ever came over there? Uh, probably uh, good tea. So Because I, when I'm in I, the States, you have like yellow tea or herbal tea or yeah. black tea. And I've had, when I'm in the States, I've had so many different kinds of tea. And then people put cream with it or half and half. And oh my, yeah. man, it's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I've come back, when I've flown to the US, it's often been with uh, American Airlines, and you know they're like, "Hey, do you want coffee?" I'm like, "No, do you have any tea?" Yes, we have tea. It's almost like I'm sorry, <laughs> and they go back and get some tea, and they come back with a pot of cream, and it's disgusting. Um, yeah, oh, and well, and and then when I come home, often I've flown BA home, and it's kind of I walk on, and it's like, "Good evening, sir," and like cup of tea, and they turn up with a a, a, a teapot and uh, you know and and proper teacups say... and. When I've it's been a, over in foreign places, the tea actually is like it's worth having. Like if I was to drink tea here, it was gross. And I've gone because I because I was in the military, so I've traveled a bit. Um, and the tea, other places, I'm like, oh, this isn't half bad. You know, this isn't what I had in the states. This is good. Why does yeah. it taste like this there? So, yeah. so what is your favorite tea? Like if you're recommending a tea that is like, <laughs> I like if I'm putting a buck if I'm putting a, together a bucket list. And I need a bucket list tea. What would be my bucket list tea? You want Twining's English breakfast tea. Cool. Uh, that yeah. sounds awesome. So a friend of mine in, in Nashville when I was over there, he's a, he's a record producer. And I went to his house and then had the worst tea for two weeks, just the horrible tea. And uh, he'd been to London and had a big box of um, extra strong Twining's English breakfast tea. Honestly, it was like... I'd won the lottery. I was just the happiest man yeah. to have a cup of tea. And then so, he pulls out a carton of milk. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if you ever want some tea, English breakfast tea uh, is uh, it's definitely worth trying with milk, not half and half or cream, because that's weird. So, the guy that you hung out with in <laughs> now Tennessee, we know. did he happen to have a bucket of cheese in his refrigerator? Uh, I don't remember the bucket of cheese. No. Okay. We 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 met a friend of yours that is a cheese connoisseur that he's worked with you before and we were just wondering if it might have been him. Oh. We went on a big long rant about cheese like 30 minutes at least. <laughs> like it was it took over the podcast. It was with Johnny, Johnny Rogers. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize he had he liked cheese that much. Oh wow. <laughs> he said at one point he is cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it was Wow. We, he said, I love cheese. We are cheese. I was like, what? <laughs> I love cheese. Therefore, I am cheese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, so, uh, when do you come? When, do you have any? Uh, when are you coming to Tennessee uh, anytime soon? Uh, well, we, I usually head over in October for uh, uh, there's a conference in uh, Nashville. Megacon. Yeah, Megacon. And then uh, I usually stay around for the week, 10 days and do cool and, and songwriting and meeting people and blagging free lunches and all that kind of stuff that you do when a Brit Dude, so we're going to have to get tea. We're going to be there at Megacon. So oh, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll trade you good tea for Nutter Butters. That's good. I'll bring good tea. Dude, yes, we'll bring Nutter Butters. Nutter Butters. That's what we'll, do. we'll hook you up, man. <laughs> That'd be cool. And then we can eat Nutter Butters drinking tea. Yes. You can dip them in the tea. Oh, we like this tea time. And we got we will I'll bring some really awesome teacups and we'll just sit there and nibble on the I'll actually on, bring some cheesy American style plastic cups. No, uh, that way I just no. look very rude. 
Oh, they're the big red ones, right? That everyone yes, uses. Yes. Oh, yes. no. Yeah. He's going to drink tea in a red solo cup. Oh. That's the red solo cup. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, so Classy. horrible. <laughs> hey, they have those little solo cups that you could drink out of. I'll, I'll put a little handle on it for you so you could have a little tea yes. cup. I can't That'd be, be great. too classy. My wife would get worried. That'd be great. A little duct tape, uh, gaffer tape handle on the side. It'd be great. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll have to hang out. Uh, or at least maybe we can at least sit down and, and meet in person with, at MegaCon because we're going to be there this year. Uh, yeah that'd be cool I that's mean, where we actually met we met at megacon yes and i'm like i'm like super close to nashville so oh cool well we, we, we yeah we may be heading over as a family as well it's soon before then in august so i'll yeah totally keep you guys in the loop okay great yeah, to hang so out yeah no you we'll bet bring enough nutter butters for the family <laughs> <laughs> hey i'll feel like oprah you I'll get actually, a nutter butter and you I'll, get a nutter butter and you get a nutter butter correction i'll bring a secret box of nutter butters just so you can hide them somewhere. That sounds good. Oh, so we give a diversion box to the family. And yes. You get another. You, you get, get a whole yourself. box for yourself that you say nothing about. Like, what's that? Oh, this is just some stuff. What's that suitcase that Rick and Aaron gave you? <laughs> nothing. 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 <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing. At, don't just, worry about it. Just 10 kilos of nut butters. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Like, Simon, you gained 75 pounds. What happened? I couldn't stop. I ate them all in one sitting. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> cool. Well, well, thank you. Well, Simon, we have... thank you so much again for hanging out with us. Uh, and we love what you're doing. And we're big fans. And we're going to keep on uh, promoting it for you. And uh, we're going to keep watching it because... My kids love it. I love it. And uh, you're doing a great work, man. And we appreciate you. Thank you so much, guys. Really, really appreciate that. And uh, it's gr yeah, great connecting on your podcast and chatting about stuff that we all share a passion for. So it's cool. Yes. Cool. Um, we do ask all of our guests to close us out by saying this is Childish Paper with Rick and Aaron. Uh, you state your name and then you say stay childish, my friends. Okay, so this is Charles. Well, so that's Simon Perry. Not <laughs> we had people before go. You cut him off. He was ready. He had it. He had it, and you just cut him off. Oh, I've, yeah, I've, I'm writing this down now. So this is Charlie's behavior with Rick and Aaron, and this has been Simon Perry. Is that right? And then you stay can childish. Say that part, however you want to. Stay childish. Yes. Is that right? Cool. All right. Well, well, let's do one more time because Aaron. Oh, he's he was making sure going to be he like, was making sure he got it right. That wasn't the time. Okay. Oh, 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 oh okay. Okay. We had somebody do that one time, and they're like, "Bye," and I was like, "Wait, what? Oh, how am I going to make that sound good?" <laughs> okay. Right, here we go. So this is Charlie's behavior with Aaron and Rick. <laughs> Forgot your name. Okay. This is Charlie's behavior with Rick and Aaron. Uh, I'm Simon Parry. Stay childish. Yay. Is that good? That was great, man. Perfect. Great. That was great. Now go to your and, uh, go to your apps and download the app. Yes. Yes. Or else we do that. Find you. That'll be great, man. Thank you, Simon. Have a great day, buddy. We're praying for you. Thanks, guys. Bless you. Oh, I think dinner's ready now. So that's perfect timing. Oh, so, man. Uh, We're coming over. Yeah. <laughs> With another we'll see you in about twenty hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Cool. Thanks. All right, buddy. Thanks, All guys. Right. Bless Take you guys. See ya. Bye. 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 Hello.